as God intended. Let's go. such a good moment to be here with you uh, today. I'm going to let you all know that my brain might be a little bit scattered because I am in my 41st hour of a water fast. And I'm having a very interesting experience that I want to share with you uh, in the latter segments, in segment two and segment three. We're going to be talking about that um, quite a bit today, you know, fasting. Uh, I want to make sure that we are constantly encouraging to let your body heal itself. And to me, the best way that the body has to heal itself is to go on a water-only fast. And of course, a water-only fast using the water that uh, I've been teaching you how to make, the holy water that I've been teaching you how to make. Um, You know, this is a really good fast right now. And every... Every fast is like a snowflake. It's going to be a little bit different. Um, there'll be a lot of similarities, of course, but everyone is just a little bit different. Uh, I remember, like, I've had fasts where that day two, you know, moving past that 36-hour mark, like when you really start getting into the deeper stage of, uh, stages of uh, autophagocytosis of the cell. And we'll talk about what that is as well, where, where you know, you get into those and the transition into ketosis is, can be really, really hard. You know, like that's one of those things where it's like, okay, you, you're, it's going to challenge you a little bit. And that's where you grow, you know, is by being challenged. You might hear my dog coming in in the background. Hi, Leah. <laughs> she just came in through the door and we have chimes on the door. And our baby's coming. Hi, baby. How are you? So, um, you know, this is, this is super exciting that the most potent medicine that you could possibly possess is free. That the most potent medicine you have at your disposal lives within you. It's a part of your divine design. And it gets really exciting to talk about this stuff because everybody's always racing for the next pill. Give me the next pill. I got to buy something in order for me to heal. I've got to purchase something in order for me to get better. I've got to spend money. And the answer is really, no, you don't. I mean, maybe because the water's polluted, you got to spend some money on water purification, but you know, you don't really need to spend any money on this, which should be pretty exciting for you because it's always at your disposal. All you got to do is have the discipline to do it. So um, before we get into that, though, I want to tell you some stories of some things that are going on, some of the stuff we're researching, some of the things that we're going to be sharing with you in upcoming radio shows, some of the things we're going to be sharing with you in upcoming uh, question and answer sessions that we're putting together for myself at the Healing, uh, excuse me, for myself at Energetic Health Institute, and that uh, Dr. Brian Artis, Dr. Ed Group, Dr. Jan Schmidt, and myself are going to be putting together uh, in, in I think, starting, I think we're starting all this in March. we got some cool stuff coming. We're going to be able to hang out with us once a month and really get some questions answered and give us a chance to teach you, like, hey, this is the latest stuff we're learning. There's so much to learn out there. It's so cool. Right now, healers, uh, I'm studying a few things. Um, I've just finished some studying on Sufi healing, which is really a reverence uh, for God and a way of understanding 
that our healing process is going to have to incorporate healing our emotional scars as well, our spiritual scars as well. That there's and that God plays a huge role in that. We we've talked about what is light, and I'm going to tell you if you have not checked out that podcast uh, from a couple of weeks ago, make sure you check that out. It was such a fun one, and it really is is starting to help us put together this philosophy of of the healing sciences, this philosophy of the healing process, this philosophy of of how this all works um, in a way that we can teach it to you and, and continue to replicate it. It's not just about like information that you have. It's it's about knowing how to apply that information within God's divine design and, and really optimize the harmony that you can create in working with what already exists. For instance, just having pure water like I'm doing right now and letting my body be hungry. You know, this is how this is how my body heals itself. Great. And we make sure I give it three days a month at least where there's no food coming in. And let me make sure on the days I am eating that I make sure I'm hungry before I, you know, that I'm giving my body all that it needs, especially the time to do what it's designed to do. I just got to get out of the way. Well, one of we, we're studying so many cool things right now. Like I, I have a, I have a lecture coming for you on nicotine. That's going to be so exciting here. Um, lecture for you on copper and superoxide dismutase, um, which ultimately has unraveled us back to the very electron and the role of the electron in the healing process, the role of the electron in the utilization of oxygen as a therapeutic, which then ties in to quantum dots, which is something that is a bioweapon. It's being developed as a bioweapon that we are starting to understand why there are blinking lights in certain samples like I, we can back this up now i've been reading i've been reading all of their research that they've published on this um and they've been at this for 40 years you know studying how to do this stuff how to integrate it in the human um cell structure you know so we're gonna we're gonna break that stuff down and i'm gonna show you that it's not conspiracy theory it's not you know science fiction it's it's fact what's going on and that we can explain these facts and we can now understand better why uh, cadmium core, or that's our suspicion of the type of quantum dot they're using, why cadmium core quantum dots are um, causing some of these phenomena we're seeing with people with the, the great interruption of redox reactions within the cell. Now, what we're learning is that Oxygen is way more than just a fuel source for energy production. I mean, it's really this, this launch point for how the cell communicates and coordinates all of its functions. And it's so important to have electron availability, um, you know, with it. I mean, we're learning some really cool stuff right now. We're learning it, why earthing, otherwise known as grounding, why it's so impactful. Um, and we're doing some testing right now on a whole bunch of stuff, you know, from grounding or earthing sheets and mats um, to um, uh, we just found a new uh, we just found a new um, God, it's it's a remitter it's a shield basically it's a shielding that you put over your bed one of the things that where, where my process is going right now I'm a little scattered I know that because uh, we're studying so much stuff I mean I'm reading Manly P Hall right now 
as well and his his notes that didn't get published until for a, a few years ago um so i'm reading through those right now and like we're, we're really stretching the existential understanding of our existence so that we can create functional solutions here in our reality you know like this that's what we're doing right now uh, and the process is super exciting. There's so much. I've learned more in the last couple of years uh, as a doctor than I learned in all the years prior combined. And what's so exciting about that is I'm no slouch, you know, when it comes to studying and, and learning, you know, and doing my best to master the material that I'm presented with. Um, it's just there's so much going on right now in a good way for everybody who's recovering. So, um, you know, we're going to be talking in... We have, we have something coming up at the Energetic Health Institute. Excuse me. <clears throat> at the Energetic Health Institute, we have a Art of Cellular Healing, a new edition, uh, starting on um, the 16th of February. All right. And uh, it, this is going to be the most up to date. I mean, they're all, every version we've put out is the most up to date. But this one, we are bringing together a research team of about 40 people around the world you know, to draw and, you know, where we have debates and we challenge each other on, on what we're seeing and what we think we're seeing. And we do ridiculous amounts of research for bringing people, experts in the fields of, uh, of frequency emission, experts in the field of, uh, of uh, quantum dots, experts in the field of plasmids, experts in the field of, uh, of DNA integration, uh, experts in the field of how to protect ourselves during all of this, experts in the field and as we're working to learn how to reverse uh, some of, of all of what's going on. I mean, there's so much going on. So we're going to be talking about in much more detailed grounding and much more detailed role of copper and manganese in this process and much more detailed the uh, role of nicotine and much more detailed uh, the role of uh, of how to remediate the EMFs or which I'm starting to tend towards how to ground the EMFs. You know, I'm not really so sold right now. And I, I can, I might change my mind as I learn more but right now. I'm not so sold that the best thing for us to do is to shield, you know, and put these blockers on our bodies, you know, whether they're silver infused shirts or hats, or whether we have something hanging over our bed, you know, I'm not so sure that that's the best approach for us. You know, I think I'm, I'm really feeling stronger right now that the best approach for us is to learn how to really ground out the frequencies, especially the more I'm studying quantum dots and, and what they're doing to electrons, to a phenomenon called quantum confinement um, and, you know, how they're acting the quantum dots as, as semiconductors. So it's just uh, it's just really, really fascinating stuff um, that we're we're coming into. And I think if that's something that you're interested in, you definitely need to check out Art of Cellular Healing uh, certification program um, starting on February 16th. Um, I want you there. I'm, I'm being very open about this stuff now. Like I have a lot to teach you. We have a lot to get across to a lot of people and we need folks that really understand what's going on. So you can't be dismissed as some hocus pocus kind of purpose that you can learn how to do this. So it's, um, you know, we are one of the, I'm, I'm one of a handful of people on the planet that can prove that we've helped to reverse, uh, we've helped people reverse genetic infections. I mean, we can prove that, you know. Um, so, you know, whether you are a healthcare provider, somebody that's recovering, or somebody that's just curious, 
you know, this is a perfect class for you to come into. It is high level, but I teach it always in a way that's understandable, you know, and I'm not going to teach you something that you can't do something about. So I wouldn't even be talking about quantum dots if there wasn't a ton of stuff that we can do with respect to it, especially if it's a, they're using cadmium core uh, for their, their quantum dot applications. But we have exciting stuff on water. Uh, we just got uh, two of our three water sample tests back. It's show, it's confirming that what I've been teaching you about how to purify your water, you know, how to prep it with uh, uh, food grade hydrogen peroxide and then distill it, excuse me, and then gravity filter it and then distill it, how that does indeed purify the water. We're going to publish on that really soon. And we're going to share it first before we publish on it. But what it gets into, everyone, is it gets into like we are working our asses off right now to unravel this freaking ridiculously diabolical scheme to, you know, slow kill people. I mean, I don't know how to say it any other way than this. You know, it's it's a poisoning. It's not just pollution. It's not just toxins and things like that. And we're being so polite with those words. This is intentional. You know, what's going on here, especially when you review the literature, you see a clear delineation of right around 1980, 70s to 80s, where there was a dramatic shift um, in what was being explored. And there was a dramatic gain in technology as well. And there was a dramatic loss of ethics and, and compassion and morals going on that all these people just decided they were going to start playing God around here and messing around with stuff and like there would be no consequences when really what they're saying is they won't have to deal with the consequences because they'll be unleashed upon the rest of us you know um yeah i mean this is this is in 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 the strangest of ways i don't even know how to explain this yet it's such an exciting time it's exciting time because we're able to validate all these wonders that are going on. And we're able to understand that, hey, from 1880 to 2020, that's the dark ages in the history of humanity, of medicine. I mean, 1880 to 2020 is just a incredibly dark, dark period of lies and deception and fraud and the promotion of cytotoxic compounds like chemotherapy as curative, the promotion of deadly venoms as curative, get out of here. It's ridiculous, but I'm a witch doctor. You're, you're promoting snake venom in people. You're promoting Gila monster venom. Don't say they aren't. Look up Ozempic. You're promoting, you're promoting butchering people. You're cut it out if it's not supposed to. You're promoting fattening people up on known unknown carcinogenic compounds you know you're, you're promoting poisoning people and hoping that they live that you're able to kill something faster than you're able to kill them I mean, it's just it's mind-boggling the thought process behind this because there's no love in it there's no light in it and the only logic that could possibly exist is the logic of profiteering greed like there's a logic to it, right? It's just that the logic is dark. The logic, the the it's chaotic, you know. And I think that's where I start coming in and going, okay, we got to do better here. We can do better here. We can do way better here. 
We do way better easily. But we have to understand our enemy so that we can defeat our enemy. You're never going to defeat an enemy that you don't understand unless you're just so much more powerful than them that it doesn't matter, you versus an ant, for example. But that's how they view us. We're the ants. So we got to know our enemy because that one ant standing alone against a boot doesn't stand a chance. A couple billion ants against that boot tear that boot apart. And that's what we have to become. So that's what I work towards every day. And that's why I love having the voice on uh, a voice to share that intent on a radio show like this, because that's all they've been doing. They've been lying to us and propagandizing us through their own radio shows and TV shows and movies and news. It's not news. You know, they've been lying, 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 lying. Their lips are moving, they're lying. But what's exciting is we can do so much about it. What's exciting is we understand how this all fits together, how the plasmids and the uh, fit together, how the the you know reverse transcription fits together for the genetic infections, how the they're genetically infecting the microbiome, how the body is responding with the production of pseudouridine to these damn shots, and the role of pseudouridine, how it affects protein synthesis, and then how protein synthesis. Um, when it's dysregulated, uh, leads to accelerated cancers and, and how, you know, we move from that to understand, well, what's, what else is going on? What other variables, what other factors are going on within the body? Well, integration of quantum dots into the cell structure is a pretty big deal. You know, we're going to talk about that in future weeks. But it's an exciting time. And it's an exciting time for this reason, because when we understand the history of natural medicine, we understand that up until 1880, it really was the lead on everything. And, it, and that continued really into the early 1900s. It was the lead. People did not trust anything coming from the American Medical Association. They were butchers and they used leeches and mercury. That's why they were called the original quacks. Quacksalber is mercury. The people who used quacksalber mercury were called quacks. They weren't trying to turn us into ducks. They weren't saying that, oh, it's a duck. And an AMA white coat, cold to Asclepius doctor is a duck. That's not what the public was saying. The public was saying they're quacks. They use quacksalver. And they were alluding to them being crazy for using mercury, knowing that it's a toxic compound. It's a toxic metal. Then what does the AMA do? The AMA goes full scorched earth on everything natural, does a ton of propaganda, heavily funded by the Carnegie's and the Rothschilds and J.P. Morgan's. You know, and the Rockefellers and all that other, all those, the usual suspects, because they wanted to bring in an entire new way of doing medicine that they could profit off of making people sick from cradle to the grave and then convince them um, a few times that they help the people that their medicine works when it's not medicine. Medicines and poisons are not synonymous. Well, now we're at this age of enlightenment again. We're at the age of enlightenment where we're coming out of that darkness and we're realizing, wow, we've been lied to in a major, major way. So what are we going to do about it? Continue to go along with the darkness because the darkness seems so powerful or just be the light and realize that darkness can't affect us. I choose the latter. I'm just going to be the light. I'm just going to take up the honor of shining God's divine light to the best of my capability. 
and no darkness will be able to withstand it. Be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's foreign protein cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. All right, healers, welcome back. Let's have a good show here. Um, you know, want to give a shout out to definitely Global Healing. You know what I'm saying? Like, just if you want, I, I don't know what to tell you if you are not in that catalog yet, playing around, buying some stuff and going, hey, let's try it out. Start with their vitamin C. If you're like, ah, there's so much, start with their vitamin C. It's delicious. It's going to make you feel good. It's got a great resonant vibration. You can hold. I remember the first time I started holding the bottles. I could feel the energy within them, folks. Vitamin C right up there with it. I mean, it was incredible. You can feel when there's something else going on that's beneficial for yourself. And that's what being at Global Healing is. So go to globalhealing.com, go check out their vitamin C. I promise you, you will not be disappointed at all. Okay. And if you are disappointed, you got some internal work to do because that is some good stuff. So go to globalhealing.com and uh, put in promo code out loud. Make sure you get a bigger discount off everything. Look at Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, amazing school for amazing people just like you, people who are ready to stop being a patient and start being a student. So make sure you check out our Art of Cellular Healing certification. Go to energetichealthinstitute.org, energetichealthinstitute.org. Check out our um, Art of Cellular Healing certification. doesn't matter whether you're recovering, doesn't matter whether you're curious, doesn't matter whether you're somebody who's helping people recover. That course is going to help you immensely. And we just keep adding more and more into it because I want you to understand the depth of your divine design, how God designed you to heal from anything. All you got to do is be willing to do the work. What I help out is putting that work together and putting together in the sequence that accelerates the healing process as fast as possible. So if you have uh, been diagnosed with uh, turbo cancer or some type of serious disease process or anything like that, whether you got the damn shots or not, come in and study with us. I want you studying with me. I need you in those classrooms so I can help you because being a patient sucks. It obviously doesn't work. The etymology of the word is he who suffers and endures misfortune. Please stop being a patient. Stop being someone who endures misfortune. Start being someone who aspires 
aspires to engage their innate divine design in the effort to heal their body, which is the restoration of God's divine order within your body, removing the darkness, removing the chaos, and in its place, bringing order and bringing light. You are a being of light. And I want to show you how you can create that reality for yourself, because that's what you really are. Go to Energetic Health Institute. Dot org. Get involved. Get in there. I need you in my classrooms studying with me. I have a lot to share and you need to know it. All right. That's how it works. Can't wait to see you. Energetichealthinstitute.org. All right. Well, one of the things that's going on right now, I'm a little surprised I got this much energy. This is hour 41, 42 now of the, um, of the fast that I'm on. And usually by this point, I've had fasts where I've just been laid out, folks, in this in this time range, you know, between 36 and 48 hours, like, oh, sluggish, slow, not doing anything. I am. Now, that hasn't been always the case, right? But I am jazzed up right now. And I'm going to give credit where I think credit is due. I'm doing a lot of earthing right now where I'm out with my bare feet on the ground, walking around, you know, whether it's grass, whether it's sand whether it's uh, dirt, whether it's concrete, actually asphalt will work, but concrete, um, you know, uh, wherever I'm at, I'm, I'm taking my shoes off. I was at the park yesterday with my doggies and just took them off as soon as I got on the grass, took them off, left them by the gate. You know, we went walking around like, folks, there is something magical happening with that. So I want to give credit to Mother Earth for that because that's this is going to be an electron exchange, electrons that are going to activate the redox um, pathways, the redox and, and oxidative pathways within the cell that help cells coordinate and communicate and all their functions and everything. Um, I want to give big credit to this water. This water, folks, is it, it's just so awesome. Every, you know, I got people calling me often and and writing in emails and stuff like that and asking me, well, can I do this? Can I cut a corner here? Can I cut a corner there? And my answer to everybody is just straight up, why would you do that? Why would you cut a corner on yourself and your own health? Why would you do that? I understand if it's expensive for you and where you're at, save your money up. It's worth it. You are worth it. Buy things and add them on as you can. You know, I had somebody come to me and say, Doc, I can't afford the, the Aqua Energizer for stage three structuring. And I said, okay, what can you afford? Did you get the gravity filter? They said, yep. I said, did you get the distiller? Yep, I was able to afford it. Then great, you're you're rocking it. You are rocking it. You are drinking pure water. Now, what you can do to structure your water is simply you can actually take that water and sit it out on the ground. You can sit it out on the ground, on concrete, on the dirt, just put it in a little glass bottle, and it'll actually start to cultivate electrons in it. I mean, it's it's going to get charged up by Earth's magnetic field. So just go ahead and sit it out there. You can pray over that water. And I do. I, I pour my water through an aqua energizer from the Wellness Enterprise every day. This is my favorite thing. That's all my doggies drink. But if I didn't have it, it's not going to slow me down. I'm just going to save my money until I can get that other thing to add on. You know, it's not like it's not an all or nothing proposition. You know, health and a healthy lifestyle and the lifestyle that's about cultivating order is built. It's not just like snap your fingers and it's there. You take your time with it. You build it. You add. You, you, you work on it. You, you know, things that it maybe do cost a little bit of money that you want. 
You work towards them. You save your money up. And when you're ready to pull that trigger on it, you pull that trigger on it. It's not like if I don't do everything, none of this is going to work. No, every step you take that's in your best interest, every step you take that is designed in harmony to work with your divine design that God has put into every single cell, the 37.2 trillion cells you have in your body, is a step in the right direction. And it builds upon itself. So don't put that pressure on yourself that it's all or nothing, that if you're not doing one thing, it's all going to fall apart. That's not how God designed anything. God designed everything to build upon itself. And if you just take time and you just have some patience with yourself, you'll get there. So find a way. Love finds a way. You have love in you. Find that way to do this. And make sure along the way you are using your three medicines that you're breathing, that you're praying, that you're you're meditating, that you're sleeping well, giving yourself that time for the body to restore, that you're doing it without your phone next to your bed, without the TV on, that you're literally just chilling out in your sacred sanctuary, giving your body the opportunity to do what it's designed to do anyway, that you're moving your body, right? Simple as that. And then once you've made sure you are engaging all of the free medicines, then start looking at, well, what makes the most sense? To me, it doesn't make any sense for people to go and buy hundreds of dollars of supplements when they aren't taking care of their water and taking care of their food. That doesn't make any sense to me. Supplements are just that. They're supplements. So get your water right first. Get your air right. Get your, get your food right. Put your money, invest in yourself in those ways. Then we can start talking about supplementation, okay? Use your free medicine. What are, what Dr. H, what are free medicines? Let me tangent right here. What are your free medicines? Sleep. What are your free medicines? Moving your body. You don't have to pay for that. What are your free medicines? Fasting, which I'm going to talk about in a second. What are your free medicines? Eurotherapy, if you're into that. I'm not there yet still. Got a great book. Can't, can't wait to read it. But I'm not there yet. But I think that would categorize as potentially a free medicine. What are your free medicines? Grounding. It's free. Do you know that we were designed to be in contact with Mother Earth 24 hours a day? And that as of today, when we factor in shoes and clothing and how infrequently people go outside we are typically in contact with mother earth less than 30 minutes a day at best and that's for the people who are making a conscious effort for it we went from 24 hours down to less than 30 minutes and i'm being kind most people it's zero minutes a day but now if we compare that with how much time you're on a screen whether it's a computer or whether it's your phone or whether it's watching a tv And those are emitting and charging up your body, especially if you have quantum dot deposition into your body. You're charging your body up. How are you grounding those charges? How are you getting those charges out of of the body without grounding? Please explain that to me. Please explain that to me. Explain it to me like I'm three. How in the world, if your whole nervous system and your whole body is charged up because of 
your contact with a computer that's plugged in, a screen that's emitting blue light, a phone that's in your hands all the time or watching it. How in the world, if you're, these things are charging you up, I'm not even talking about the 5G towers that are charging you up. If these things are charging you up and you aren't in contact with Mother Earth, if you are not grounding, please explain to me how you're getting that excess buildup of, of charge out of your system. Can you please explain that to me? Explain it to me like I'm three. You're not. Because you've gotten farther away from what was intended. And the further we get away from what is intended, the more we suffer. You know how many stories there are people out there that started practicing grounding in some way and their arthritis went away, their back pain went away. I was reading a story of a guy who um, got his eyesight back after 10 years following a failed surgery from just doing earthy. And it's not, I'm not saying it's like an overnight, like, boom, I put a toe on the ground. Oh, now I'm healed. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a lifestyle. It's free medicine. And my, my suspicion is that we need to be spending at least one minute more grounding than we spend on these devices. You spend eight hours a day on a TV, a computer, a phone, you know, if all that combined is eight hours, then you need to spend eight hours and one minute grounding. That's where my that's where my thoughts are right now. That that may not prove to be true, but right now that's what it is. I've been recommending people start grounding for 20 years, but I've only been recommending people do it for 20 or 30 minutes. I think I am significantly making recommendations that are underdosing people. So we uncorrect it. That's what we do. We learn more, we do, we, we do more. We learn better, we do better, right? That's how we do it. So we're exploring some cool stuff with that, but let me get back into fasting. So there's a couple of things with fasting because that's another free medicine, right? Fasting is a free medicine. You don't have to pay anybody to fast. All you got to do is make sure you got some water. If you already got your water set up, stage one, stage two, stage three, you're going to have a great time. So I want to give credit to that water. But I'm also working with a Rife machine right now. And I got some incredible stuff that I'm feeling. It's clearly night and day difference in, in the dream world when the device is on versus when it's not. I mean, there's some cool stuff, folks. There's some stuff that they don't want you to know about, quite frankly. They don't want you to know about it. Because if you knew about it, you'd start asking more questions. Like, what else is out there that I don't know? A whole lot. So in fasting, you know, I I, I, I want to get this one, I want to get several concepts to you today, but I want to get one concept to you, very important, that fasting and cleansing are two different things. They harmonize beautifully, but they're two different things. Cleansing is the act of getting waste out of the body. Fasting is the act of allowing the body to heal itself. Okay, two different things but they synergize beautifully. If you think back to some of the talks I've given on cleansing, cells detox, bodies cleanse, right? Getting rid of that larger waste. And how do we get, how do we cleanse? How do we get rid of that waste? Pooping, peeing, sweating, and exhaling. Those are our four primary. Now there's another way we get rid of waste and that's gonna be cells sloughing off with skin and also hair growth. That's how we get rid of some of the excess waste too, but those are gonna be lesser 
in comparison to being sweating, um, urinating, exhaling. Okay, though that's how we get rid of waste. That's how we cleanse. So when we're cleansing, what we're saying is we are making a concerted effort to not reintroduce pollution and especially not to reintroduce bioweapons into the system to allow the system to get rid of what has accumulated, get rid of the waste that has accumulated. That's cleansing, okay? Now, when we fast, what we're saying is, okay, I want to now give my body a chance to heal the damage from that process of cleansing, heal the damage from that process of bioaccumulating the waste within me that my body was holding onto. I want to give my body the opportunity to heal itself because it is designed to do this. That's where fasting comes in. So when we're fasting, sequentially, because this is a healing process, it would make sense sequentially to cleanse first and then fast. Let me say that to you again, because I want, I want you to really get this concept here. The most important thing you can do is understand the sequencing of natural therapeutics. When you use them in the proper sequence, you accelerate and amplify into a resonant frequency the healing science of what we do. So when you cleanse first, what you're saying is, I got it. I have waste that I've accumulated. Man, I'm partying a little bit during the holidays. Man, I partied a little bit in my life. Well, now I'm going to be disciplined and I'm going to make sure I don't put those things into my body so that my body has the time period assisted by nutrients, assisted by herbs, assisted by me getting really on point with my lifestyle, utilizing free medicines to get that waste out of the body. Now, once you've given your body an appreciable <clears throat> amount of time to do that, and our goal is always 28 days. You know, when we do this, we teach this in our detox program. We have a detox course starting in March 22nd, um, as a matter of fact. So um, if that's your thing, you want to check out our detox, you can, right? Uh, that's going to be for people who are really wanting to keep themselves healthy and learning how to acquire a life skill, you know, which is cleansing and we teach fasting as well. Well, you get to a place where you have cleansed for, let's say, 28 days, you've given your body enough time to not only get rid of, detox the waste out of the cells, have that waste collected, filtered, and removed from the body, given your body enough time to do that, 28 days, and for cells to start replicating healthier versions of themselves. This is the whole, this is the whole healing science behind it. And now you're ready to fast get it? Now you're ready because the system is much cleaner than it was 28 days ago. Now you're ready to give the body the opportunity to heal itself fast. And how do you know the body is healing itself? Well, there's several ways that you know the body is healing itself. itself. And I'm going to talk about those when we come back from break right after these when God, through his grace and mercy, gave us free will, the will of the people was to live freely. To that end, we fight for the liberty of all at a time when global tyranny threatens us as never before in mankind's history. 
This vision is manifest at AmericaOutloud.news, a site for all who cherish free will and freedom. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio, liberty and justice for all. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. All right, healers, welcome back. Last segment. So let's start talking about how we know we are we are fasting, how we know the body is healing. Now, the, the easiest way to know that your body is in a state of fasting, which is a state of autophagocytosis, all right, I'll talk about that in a second, is when you're hungry. So keep this in mind. And you probably heard me say it, you've been following me for a while. Hunger is healing. I'm not talking about starvation. Okay, talking about hunger. Hunger is healing. One of the great gifts we can give ourselves every day when we are eating is to make sure we're hungry before we eat. Don't put a calorie into your body until you are hungry. And for me, I do this for at least two hours, that I'm hungry for two hours before I'm going to put that in it. And now that's where intermittent fasting comes in. And that's where you get this idea of, you know, 14, 16 hours a day where you're not eating. This is a great lifestyle practice to be in. Hey, I'm not putting any calories into my body until I'm hungry. Well, we have some other methods to be able to figure out, are we in a fasting state? And these apply for when you're doing an extended fast, when you're doing a clinical fast, when you're doing a fast longer than the 14 to 16 hour intermittent fast, when you're getting into the 24 hour, 48 hour, 72 hour kind of time zone or even longer. Now, the fast I'm on right now, I'm just going to do like 72 hours. I'm not going to do a, a longer fast. Of, you know, later this year, I'll do some five days and some seven day fasts. You know, um, we'll see if I want to even do longer than that. Usually my work demands don't allow me to do, sadly, too much more than that right now. But, you know, we'll see. Life is funny like that, right? When I'm fasting, like I am now in the 42nd hour of it, when I'm fasting, I can tell because I have some meters that you can get. So you can get a breath ketone meter where you can blow into it. I'm going to turn one on right now. Let's see where I'm at because I just started going into ketosis. Ketosis is the sure sign that your body is into autophagocytosis where it's going into self-healing mode. But what's the sensation that this is happening? Hunger. Am I hungry? Sure. I'm hungry right now. So here, I'm going to take a quick blow on this breath meter. And I am just at the threshold right now of just starting ketosis. I'm at a, uh, I was at a two. I just blew a one part per million. 
And that's very low. We, we really want to see that the gases that we're off-gassing in our respiratory really are above 20, 40 in that range, you know. So I'm I'm just starting ketosis. It's going to take me some hours to get a little bit uh, more into it. So just about being patient. What's unique about this one, because remember I said all fasts are a little bit different, right? There are a lot of similarities, but they're all a little bit different. What's interesting about this fast, I got a ton of energy right now. I mean, a ton of energy and I'm getting a lot of work done. Like I'm getting, when I fast, typically I get more work done during those three or five days than I do when I'm eating by far. Um, That's why I like to fast so frequently as well. I, I like getting, I like accomplishing things. I like getting stuff done. I like handling my business, you know, uh, and giving myself three days every month of just being like, okay, I'm not going to eat for three days. I'm going to let my body heal and I'm going to work and get stuff done. I just, I, it, it works for me. I would like it. Well, what's interesting this time is usually I go into ketosis um, around the 24 hour, between 24 and, and yeah, usually 30 hours. I'm usually starting to go into ketosis. What's so interesting this time is I didn't start going into ketosis until the 40 hour mark. So about 10 hours later, I'm going to have to think about why that is. I really don't know uh, why that is, um, unless my body was just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know why it, why it would do that. Um, but this is one of the longest time periods it's taken me for me to go into ketosis. And that's with doing what's called a glycogen depleting ac- activity. So if you want to go into ketosis earlier and have a longer period in ketosis where you're going to get into the peak levels of self-healing, the peak levels of autophagocytosis of self-healing at the cell level, um, if you want to have a longer time period with that, that's typically going to um, require glycogen depletion activity. So some people will work out uh, on day one of their fast and not eat, of course, after they're done working out. And what they're doing is they're getting rid of their body's storage of glycogen. Glycogen is a molecule that the liver and muscle tissue will store to be able to produce energy. And once you get rid of all of that, your body's like, okay, I don't have any glucose floating around to make energy with. Okay, I don't have any glycogen, which is the storage form of glucose to make any uh, energy from. The body has to start looking other places. And that's where the body will start looking at breakdown of muscle tissue and start looking at the breakdown of fat um, to be able to act as energy sources. And that's where you get into ketosis. So for me, if I had to take a guess right now, I would say right now I'm spending a lot of time in um it's taking me a longer time to get to ketosis because. I've built up a lot of glycogen, which means maybe I was eating too many carbs, you know, or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it what it was. Uh, no, sometimes what I, I'll do, folks, is the day before I go on a fast, I'll just do meat, you know, just do organic meat um, so that I start having more of a ketogenic diet um, the day leading up to it. And then I can get into fast and get into the ketosis a lot faster as well. So I don't know if I just had too many carbs leading up to it, but it's possible. You know, I was, uh, I was enjoying myself. Um, I was, I was doing some emotional eating last couple of weeks, last couple of weeks were a little challenging for me from a, on a professional side of things. So 
I was just like, well, I'm going to eat what I want to eat. I don't usually eat that, but I want to eat it. And, you know, you need a little sweetness in your life when some of the things going on in your life aren't that sweet. You know what I mean? So I'm not, not going to begrudge it or anything like that. I'm just, just stating the fact. Well, that could explain that. Now, you can get yourself a ketone meter and read your breath results, and that can kind of support, hey, what you're doing. A little bit less expensive and something I do as well is um, I will get ketone strips. And these are urine strips. You you go ahead and you pee on them and they'll start telling you when your body's producing ketones, uh, ketone bodies. Uh, ketone bodies are, a, are the source of energy production, uh, the fuel for energy production when there are no, when there's no glucose, especially uh, available. So you'll, you can urinate on a strip and then you match it up against a little um, chart and you can see, you know, estimated how many ketones are in your urine. And of course, when you start seeing ketones, just like on the breath meter, when you start seeing a response in terms of part per million, you see some color change on the ketone strip, that's your body telling you, okay, you're starting to get into ketosis. And now this is where for a lot of people, it gets very challenging emotionally um, because they start getting super hungry. They're like, oh my God, I'm starving to death. No, you're not. Believe me, you got enough on you, especially if you're carrying a couple extra pounds. You've got enough on you to, to help to for weeks. <laughs> you are nowhere near any kind of dangerous situation um, at that point. So uh, for a lot of people, it's just really mind over matter. You know, if it doesn't, if you don't mind, then it won't matter, you know, kind of deal. But a lot of people mind, and that's where it gets kind of the transition into ketosis can be really hard for people because they make it harder for themselves than they need to. If you are transitioning into ketosis, like my body is finally starting to do right now, um, the ideal thing, if you are not a veteran of fasting, if you haven't done a whole bunch of fasting, I can't even tell you how many fasts I've done in my life. If I had to guess, if I had to guess in my life, I've probably done... Mm, I'm probably approaching a hundred fasts in my lifetime, you know, um, something, something in there. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that if you need some confirmation that you're fast, yet your body is fasting, that's where I, where I like the meters because when people do have those emotional challenges of, Oh my God, this is really hard. It, makes them still feel like when you see a urine strip or you see the breath meter going off, it makes it feel like, okay, this is worth it. This is totally going to be worth it. And usually it takes a few hours to transition from a state of, um, you know, from a state of like really intense hunger pain because your stomach is shrinking up and it is starting to squeeze and you are getting a lot of hunger urges and stuff like that. When you, when you get into that place, um, you know, and you can get it into mind over matter, you know, with it and just be like, look, I'm just going to power through this. It usually takes a few hours and then things settle in. As soon as your body starts producing a lot of ketone bodies, you know, you're good. You're just like, yeah, okay, this is, I have to move slower. I have to be a little bit more mindful of how I move my body and things like that. I can be a little bit more scatterbrained. Sure. If I'm trying to think of things and keep myself focused and do all kinds of stuff, I have to really get into a mentality of doing one thing at a time. And I have to remember, drink a lot of water. And if I start peeing too much, maybe take a little salt with that water too. So there's some 
there's some basic nuances to it. And one thing I do, I'm not doing it this time, but I do highly recommend everybody do it, is to journal, especially your dreams when you're fasting. Because you'll start getting so clean, so clear that you become this tremendous, your body becomes this tremendous antenna spiritually. And you can start having visions and start seeing some things that are information that's being shared with you so that you can do something, something really productive. Now, I'll also tell you, some of the worst things you can do is like look at the TV screen or be on a computer, or be on a phone. And a lot of times, because, of course, you're going to be a lot more sensitive to the emissions that are there, but also because they're going to play a lot of food ads. <laughs> and food starts looking crazy good. Even the stuff that you know isn't good for you starts looking crazy good. And, you know, you you walk into the house, I go, I was, well, last night I came home, I took the doggies out to the park, and I you know, came home and man, your sense of smell just skyrockets because I walk into the house and I'm just like, oh my God, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I just made some dumplings, you know, something I wouldn't really notice too much of if I wasn't fasting. But because he was fasting, he made the look, I was just like, you know, you know, you know have, you ever, have you ever felt like a scent was delicious? You know, where you're just like, oh, I want more of that. Oh yes, give me, that's how it felt last night, you know, but that's what I really like. Because there's something I want to share with you before we close it down today. How did I know that my body was ready for a fast, right? Well, I knew that my body was ready to fast for this reason. This I've been talking to people about this for a few years now, and it, it's a, it seems to be a very common experience. I knew I was ready to fast because... Nothing I was thinking about eating was sounding good. Go out to my favorite restaurant. The food was, was all right. At home. Yeah, I've made that so many times. I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like eating. What starts happening is your body is telling you, hey, it's time to go without some food. When nothing sounds good. And when things don't taste like you are accustomed to them tasting. Now, I'm not going to brag. I can't cook a lot of things. I, I'm, I, I'm getting pretty good. I, I'm, I'm having a bigger menu. There's about 20 some odd things I can really throw down. When none of those sound good, and you know what I'm talking about when they sound really good, but when none of those sound good, I think it's your body telling you. It feels like it's your body telling you it's time to just take a step back and fast. And then everything starts smelling good. And once everything starts smelling good, trust me when I tell you, everything starts sounding really good too. Like right now, if I'm gonna, I'm gonna indulge in this moment that I usually don't do during a fast because I don't want to think about food during a fast, right? But I'm gonna do it with you right now. You know what sounds good right now? Everything. <laughs> I make this mean ramen, y'all. I make this ramen that will you would slap somebody. It's so good. All right, I'm talking. It is. All vegan, what well, it can be, it doesn't have to be. I mean, we put meat in it too, but it's just the flavors are bumping. It's one of my, you know, you, you know, you have that dish you make that you can that you can be prideful on, you know, like yeah, I I can do that. I make a mean ramen. I'm thinking about that right now. <laughs> you know, 
I made the mistake of going to the grocery store before, right before I fast. I forgot that I was going to be fasting. And I went and bought a few things. I got this delicious vegan cheese in my refrigerator just looking at me. <laughs> you know, uh, every time I opened the fridge to go get my water, just looking at me. You know, and I got these wonderful crackers by Mary that are just so delicious um, with that cheese. Yeah, excellent. And especially if you even throw a little touch of some apricots, organic apricot, you know, spread on there. Ooh, it's so good. Mm. You know, thinking about going to my favorite restaurant because the last time I went, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that they didn't do a good job. It just I wasn't my body was like, hey, dude, you need to not eat. And yeah, you know what I mean? It was, it was there. So. Any rate, folks, I can go on. I'm going to shut that down because that's making me hungry, uh, making my mouth water right now just thinking about it. So my parasympathetic uh, uh, rest and digest nervous system is gay. What I want to say to you is this. If you haven't fasted before, make sure you study with somebody who has. Please come and study with me. Okay. Energetic Health Institute. We do fasting in the Art of Study Healing Program. We do fasting and teach fasting in the uh, in the detox program as well. Right. So either of those two great places to come in and study with me. All right. I'll teach you. I'll teach you so much about fasting. I'll teach you so much about fasting. You you are going to learn a skill that you are going to be like, wow, I didn't realize that this was better than chemo. It is better than chemo. All right. It's been proven. Go to uh, uh, Walter Longo's research on it. He'll show you straight up. No, you want to talk about what's more effective, chemo or fasting is fasting without a doubt. You learn these skills and what it does for you is it makes you less afraid. It takes away that fear of the unknown because now you know what you need to do when things aren't feeling right. And you can pick up on that earlier and earlier. Just like I said, if food isn't sounding good, if, so, if you can't figure out what you want to eat, that's your body telling you it's time to fast. Just like if your poop is real stinky, that's your body telling you it's time to cleanse. <laughs> I mean, there's some simple things that the body will tell you. And if you just know how to read it, and just listen to what your body's saying and know what to do. You can give yourself a lifetime of help that you don't have to ever worry about going to nobody's hospital. So I'm going to leave you with blessing, like we always do. May God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warmth and healing and grace. And may we have the courage to receive such a blessing should it be offered us. I'm Dr. Henry Ely, founder of the Energetic Health Institute. Uh, and just so grateful for all of you. Make sure you write in uh, with your questions. Go to Looking for Healing radio show page. Check us out Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. We're right here for you. Um, but y'all, um, just thank you so much and um, wish you a beautiful day wherever and whenever you may be. Aloha and adios. Mm-hmm.